sales is a slow boil. Okay, sales is everything that happens before someone adds you to the cart or adds your product to the cart. So you need to be warming up connections in a slow boil fashion. Welcome to Turn the Volume Up podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hay, and I'm a college dropout and beauty industry pro that grew from zero clients to a seven-figure business. Each episode, I'll bring you business growth trainings, social media strategies, and real-life lessons of building a business the bootstrapping way. If you're ready for elevated conversations about the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship, then turn the volume up, gorgeous. Welcome back to Turn the Volume Up podcast. I'm your co-host, Susan Hay, and super pumped today to bring you this episode. We're going to be diving into business growth and the formula that delivered 40% revenue growth in my last launch. And this is going to be a good one. You know, many of us, we want that six-figure and seven-figure success, and we want it right now. But business growth really is a series of failures, refinement, and then growth and success comes from that. And what I want to do is I want to paint a realistic picture today of what business growth does look like. So this episode is for anyone in sales that's looking to boost their revenue this year. This is for anyone that runs a coaching business or a service-related business that's maybe going into their first launch or possibly scaling. And this is also for any brick-and-mortar business owners who drop any type of new offerings or products throughout the year. So just so you know, a launch is basically a defined period of time that you're going to drop an offering and infuse uh, revenue into your business at one point in time. One of the values to doing this is if you have an offering that you're just selling all year long, potentially you're going to get a little burnt out on selling um, because you're going to be selling and delivering at the same time. It's also with any sort of offer that we put out there, we do want to have some scarcity built into that offer. And a great way to do that is to have a limited time period that something is available. So I have a couple launches that I do throughout the year. Specifically today, I'm going to be speaking to you about my Dame MBA, which is my 90-day signature mentorship and business accelerator program. And I just finished up a launch mid-January and jumped in with my current entrepreneurs. And I have been tracking revenue as all business owners do. And my first launch for the Dame MBA was last May, I believe it was. And then I had another launch in August. (laughs) And then this most recent launch. And so what I wanted to share with you is what that revenue growth increase looked like. And then I'm going to go into the formula that I used because this last launch was my most successful launch in terms of like revenue being infused into my business. And there were quite a few things that I tweaked and I did differently this time around. So launch number two, I was able to do a 50% increase in revenue over my first launch, which was absolutely incredible. 
And then heading into launch three, I had actually projected another 50% increase and I ended up doing a 40% increase also incredible, especially considering that the averages for most businesses to grow is anywhere from 5 to 10%. Now, when you have a newer business, you should project higher percentage growth off the bat. These numbers aren't really what's important. What's important is the formula that I'm going to share with you guys because I want to share with you the first launch going into it as an absolute beginner It was so exciting, so exhilarating, full of so many unknowns um, and so many highs, of course, not many lows, but I did get caught up in a lot of comparison and a lot of calculating my risk, you know? So during that launch, I spent a lot of time focused on the numbers. Oh, okay. What am I at now? I want to get to this number in revenue. Is it going to happen? I would worry about it. I would calculate different possibilities. And I know that there's some people out there that'll be like, well, that's weird. But I also know that there's a lot of people out there that are like, yep, I do that too. And so going into launch two, I was able to chill the F out a little bit but really felt like I hit a sweet spot in my last launch. And so I'm going to share with you guys a list of things that I did. I hope that these will be helpful. I highly recommend take some notes and use these in whatever it is that you're launching throughout this year. So the number one thing that I did that allowed me to go into my launch with much more confidence and calm is I tweaked my offering. After each of my rounds of my Dame MBA, I have offered up a feedback survey to my students and openly asked for their feedback. Um, I've guided them through a series of questions of rating certain components of my program. And I'm guessing that there are a lot of people out there that aren't doing that. And the reason why is because we all know feedback is scary. It's really scary. Even in the programs that I offer that I feel so good about, I always know that there's going to be some feedback in there that maybe won't feel good, but it will be super valuable. So number one is I tweaked my offering. And and there's a couple different ways that we can do this. Number one is, as I said, I dove into feedback from my alumni to find out what they loved and what they didn't love about the program that they took. And there were a couple of things in there that were kind of hard to hear, but it was so valuable and worth it for me to know what they took away from it. And so I was able to look at that list from a lens of wanting to improve, not taking anything personal, but just wanting to serve my students, my entrepreneurs in the best way possible. And that was incredibly helpful for me to tweak my, my offering and know, okay, this maybe didn't have as much value to people as I thought, so maybe we'll do this instead. And in some of these instances, I got some of my time back. Now, the other thing that I did to tweak my offering is at the end of every program, when it closes, I always take some time to ask myself what went well and what needed improvement. You know, what things felt really, really good? What parts did I feel really, really alive? And what parts perhaps depleted me or didn't feel in alignment? And by going through this auditing of my students and myself, I really was able to, I feel like, create a more aligned offering. And I feel like that when I was selling that and sharing it with potential students, 
that that transferred to the experience and those students were a hell yes like oh my gosh that sounds amazing one of the things that I offered this time around in my VIP experience is a social media audit and I've found time and time again that that's something that people really enjoy coaching on so I thought wow that'd be really fun if I could offer something to my VIPs that gives them a next level social media audit where I can really give them some suggestions so number one I tweaked my offering number two this is really really important my friend I stood in my worth and in abundance like I have never done before. I want to let that sink in for a moment for you because many of you are out there thinking, oh, I could never be successful like her. Or I know this person that doesn't, and she's so successful, but look at her. She's got this, this, and this, and I don't have that. And it's so easy for us to do that. It's also really easy for us to be unsure about our offering. And I'll tell you what, I am so thankful for that CEO confidence and that personal growth that I have spent several years working on and evolving into because I went in, like I said, standing in my worth like I never have before. And so definitely during this process was just so thankful for that CEO mindset and personal growth foundation that I've built that has carried now into my business and allowed me to multiply money. Another part of that for you to consider is an acronym that was taught to me by a mentor, and it's HILA, H-I-L-A. It stands for High Intention, Low Attachment. So for any of you out there that are trying to make a sale, maybe you sell a product, maybe you're recruiting somebody into your team, maybe you have a service that you try to sell upgrades, or maybe you're a coach or you have some sort of online offering, this is going to be something for you to bring into your sales practice. And that is, yes, going into sales calls and emails and communication with a high intention that this individual is going to be joining you in your offering, but having low attachment to the outcome. When we get caught up in high attention or high intention and high attachment, then we find ourselves getting really down and out when somebody says no to us or it's you know, and we can take it really personal. And so I really stepped into Hyla and it allowed me to hear a few no's. Yep, there's always going to be people that say no, it's not the right time, it's not the right fit. And when I heard those no's, it was really easy for me to just know that it wasn't the right time for them, which leads me into the last thing that I want to share with you about standing in your worth, and that is protecting your energy. That's one thing that I did. I protected my energy by making a commitment to myself that I was not going to hard sell anyone on my program. And I had done that a couple times in the past. People that, you know, they said, oh no, right now is not the right time. And I just felt something inside of me that said, no, like this is the right time for them. I know that I can help them. And there were a couple times that I would go back to people and hard sell and they would ultimately say yes. And they came into the program. But today I can tell you I'm I think that they the the experience of the program was great for them, but it changes the energy and it and it really really sucks your energy when you're doing a hard sell to anyone. 
So this time around, one thing that I knew for sure it was that if they were not a hell yes for my program, then it wasn't a match. And I believe what happened by standing in this affirmation and belief is that I attracted a whole bunch of hell yeses. And right now what's happening within the Dame MBA is absolute magic. It's fire. It is a, a, a virtual room of women that are hell yeses and charging forward with their business growth. So standing in your worth and your abundance is an incredibly important part of this formula. You have to make sure that you are not second guessing your pricing, your value, your experience, and your expertise. Now, the next thing that I did that was really, really helpful was I automated more. I know that sometimes this isn't possible like in a first launch and when you're just getting started. So I want you to know that that's absolutely something that you can evolve into. And that's why I'm sharing it with you here because when we automate more, we're going to get more of our time back. And listen, time is money. It's a very valuable currency. So like I said, you're going to evolve into automation and systems. It felt really good going into my last launch, having more automation in place. And it did make things things more streamlined and just calmer, less chaotic. So I had automated emails ready to be sent for each yes that came through and my application and booking process was automated and that meant I wasn't spending a lot of time going back and forth like, okay, you want to get on a call? When do you want to do that? You know, people were able to fill out the application and then go straight to my booking link and have have access to my calendar to book that connection call with me. So automation was definitely a game changer and I foresee that I will scale into even more automation when I head into my next launch in August. Now, the next thing that I did, and this is very, very important, so I want you to listen up. I stayed really, really laser focused and consistent on my messaging for six months prior to my launch. Now, a lot of people out there think, oh, I'm launching, and they start a week before. But if you want to attract your ideal client to you, your messaging is really going to need to start six months prior. So when I work with entrepreneurs that think or say to me, well, I'll just wait until I start my program before I start getting serious about my messaging on social media or in my emails... I always say, no, start your messaging now. It's really, really important. So what I did was I, you know, crafted the perfect messaging over a six month period that would really amplify my voice on business growth so that I would be seen as an authority on that topic. And the second part of that is that sales is a slow boil. Okay, sales is everything that happens before someone adds you to the cart or adds your product to the cart. So you need to be warming up connections in a slow boil fashion. And, you know, some people are going to jump into your offer with little trust. That is always possible. I always have a couple people that just find me right in my launch period and they end up signing on, but that's not the norm. Most people need to know, like, and trust you and see you as an authority before they are going to jump in and give you that hell yes that you're looking for. So the way that I did this is I added value by solving problems for my ideal client and answering their objections before they could even ask them. 
So this is a great way. This is attraction-based marketing when we show up and we deliver value bombs nonstop. So my best advice to you, if you're thinking about launching something or thinking about increasing the revenue in your launches and you're not uh, laser focused on content, then you definitely want to start a content library right now. Not now, right now. Okay. This is so, so important for you to start showing yourself as an authority, start showing that you have value so that when you come in for an ask, say, and join my program, buy my product, join my team, those folks are primed. They're ready to go. They've just been waiting for you to ask. So these four things were a big part of how I shifted in my last launch so that I could increase revenue by 40%. And I can tell you that the projections that I have set up for my next launch will put me at just under a six-figure launch. And that is going to be such an exciting thing to celebrate that kind of growth. And so I am going to stick with the this formula that I, just, that I just shared with you. But there are a couple other things that I'm going to be adding in. And I have not necessarily tried and tested each of these. There's a one, for example, that I haven't, but I'm going to share it with you and we'll do it together. So this is what I'm doing to prep for my next round launch. Yes, I'm prepping right now for an August launch. So what I have on the horizon is more guest coaching. I asked myself, how can I get into other people's networks and add value to their networks of people? So this year, I'll be doing more guest coaching. I have a couple guest coaching spots actually this month, and I'll be looking to do more that are aligned throughout the year. And then I'll be looking to do more guest spots on other people's podcasts so I can share value bombs with their networks. So that's number one. Number two, I've got some clubhouse goals. I definitely have been on clubhouse a couple of times. I am not a big fan of adding more platforms and more apps until you really feel like you're in flow with your own. And during launch, it just was not possible for me to add yet another thing to consume or create. So now that I'm coming out of launch, I've got clubhouse on my horizon because my understanding is that it is an incredible place for us to get out there, get out of our comfort zone, share our voice and make connections and add our magic and value to the world. So Clubhouse is definitely on my goals list and on the horizon. I'm going to pop my cherry on that one here pretty soon. And um, and then next up is consistency. So consistent content, I'm just going to really focus on and lean into the podcast, emails, and um, Instagram, social media, and I probably will roll out some ads this year, some paid ads. So that's definitely on the horizon as well. And again, the idea behind that is just to be consistent with that content, no matter what platform that I'm putting it on. And the great news is when you're consistent with your content, you can just recycle content and share the same thoughts and ideas in different ways. Now, the final thing I want to share with you, and I did do this in my last launch, I will definitely be amplifying it in the months ahead, is I focused on creation and not consumption. And that was a game changer for me because oftentimes when I am in times of uncertainty, like a launch where you don't necessarily know how many people are going to purchase, 
um, it's easy to let that inner bully inside of you take over and tell you that you're going to fail, you won't be successful. Next thing you know, you're on social media, you're scrolling, you're comparing yourself to another coach or another salesperson. And it really can be a toxic cycle to get into. So I really, really, really focused on creation and not sucking my time up in uh, consuming other people's content. So that also meant when I take my daily walks, instead of listening to a podcast, I listen to music um, and just tried to, you know, allow myself to hold space for any creativity, magic, or thoughts that needed to come to me. So that is uh, what I wanted to drop on you guys today. I wanted to share the reality of launches and what they can look like. I also want to circle back and tell you, you may not project 50 and 40% increases for yourself, and that is okay. But you should be going into anything that you're selling Um, or launching with some sort of growth mindset attached to it. So is it 10%? Are you looking for 10% growth, 15% growth? Are you looking to grow the number of products sold? So you could use several different metrics. You could use products sold, revenue increase, number of heartbeats in your program. There's so many different ways that you can look at it. But what I do want you to do is I do want you to start setting markers for yourself so that you can track your growth and see uh, the incredible things that are happening when you do all the right things. And then the next thing is follow this list that I offered up to you. It's It will multiply time. It will multiply money. And honey bun, that's what business growth is. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Please, if it was, go ahead and head over to the review section. Leave a five-star review. It'll just absolutely make my day. And I will see you guys in the next episode. If today's episode helped to motivate and inspire you, then please take a moment to leave us a five-star review. It would mean the world to us as we continue to grow.